slack guy. Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. I just want to firstly say sorry that it's late. A lot of people um, were of the opinion something had happened to me. A lot of people were worried that something had happened to me and had messaged me to say, look, Dave, is everything okay? Then there was another load of people who messaged me to be like, where's your podcast? There's no excuse. Nothing is more important than delivering your podcast on a Thursday. To those people, I say, I'm sorry. I'm. You're right. I should have done the podcast. But unfortunately, I was not able to. Hence, the podcast is coming out on a Tuesday. So that's what, Ben, only four days late. I could have just canned it and said, no, we're not doing a podcast this week because things had been tough for me this week. I want to just say that the reason why the podcast wasn't out last week was for, I want to say, pastoral reasons. Ben, do you actually know what what is the... In my head, I think pastoral covers what I want to say, but it, what's the actual definition of pastoral? Do you have that over there? Oh, no, oh no, God knows what's come up on your computer. Don't read that out because we don't need you to be cancelled, Ben, please. Um, but pastoral to me is like, remember you used to have that period in school that was like just not like normal work. You would just deal with like house stuff, you know, stuff about the home, caring, just being a, being motherly or Christian. Is that something close by? There you go. Social and emotional support that can be found in all cultures. And I mean, that's not what I thought it was. I thought it meant being like a homemaker and just staying at home, looking after your family and essentially learning how to make scones. But that's what it is. No, basically, um, I had a bit, of a, a bit of a tough week at home. My wife was feeling pretty, pretty down, you know, and it wasn't a very nice... Um, it wasn't very nice of her to be feeling down, let's be fair. It wasn't very nice that she was upset and, and feeling a little bit down, so I couldn't do the podcast. It wasn't very, no. Um, it actually was just not very nice as a as a husband, as a spouse, whenever the person you love isn't feeling the best. So, unfortunately, last week, you know, we had to just, you know, try to work through a few things um, in terms of, of how she was feeling. And, you know, basically... I didn't feel like it would be a good time to come out and leave the family and do the podcast. So I thought, you know, the option was either I come and either A, do a, a shit podcast, a podcast where I would, would not have been focused. I would have just been worried about her not feeling great. I would have been worried about being out of the house. It just would have been, it probably would have been a shit episode. I would have ended up being rambly and wick. So I just thought, you know what? will not do it. We'll can it again per Ben. If like if you recall, maybe it was two, three weeks ago, we were supposed to do the podcast on a Monday and I said we can't do it. Can we do it on a Tuesday? And you went yes and then just on the Tuesday we're like, no. This week you're like, we doing it on a Tuesday? And he was ready to come, so fair play to you. But by Tuesday I still wasn't in the in the frame of mind to be out being silly. And I think that's sort of you know quite I guess what we what we chat about on this podcast from time to time. You know, sometimes, you know, you're just not in the mood to be silly. You know, I'm a very serious... This is the thing you don't know when you listen to this podcast. I am the most serious guy. Nobody is more serious than me. If you're doing some sort of, like, business meeting or some kind of, you know, professional engagement, people get me on board because I'm so serious. Isn't that right, Ben? I am the face of serious. So people like that to be... But when I do the podcast, I like to be silly. And this wasn't really able to be silly at that point and again you know whenever you are 
with somebody and they're not feeling great, I think it's only natural, unless you're a sociopath or a psychopath, to also then not feel feel great yourself. So as a result of that, I started, you know, feeling, you know, a bit of, I guess I want to say a bit of anxiety. I felt like just, you know, like worried at all times and it was just a, a real tough week for the old mental health. And I thought that, you know, the last thing I should be doing is a podcast. So I was, I was down the dumps a bit and you know, was struggling and we're just sort of trying to work through what, what needed to be what needed to be be done and then whenever I'm starting to feel a bit better a few days later, didn't Muggins here come and have a car accident. Didn't I just at the end of it have a car accident? Now here's where the problem therein lies. See whenever you are feeling down or anxious or or, or just depressed even, you know, it's it's probably, like it's, it's almost a bit of a taboo thing to actually come out and say, but if you're feeling a bit depressed and then you get into a car accident, people think, oh, fuck, he's done that on purpose. Oh, no, the guy's lost it. Um, But let me assure you that was not the case. What happened was I, um, I mean, <laughs> in a roundabout way, I just drove my car in the back of some guy at the traffic lights because... I wasn't really paying attention. I was looking at my baby in the mirror and then next thing you know, boom, in the back of this guy. Now, whenever I say it wasn't my fault, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was my fault. <laughs> I want to say like, listen, the guy, two cars in front, He, to be fair, he did speed up to go through traffic lights. He did pick up his pace to go through and I thought that guy's going, and then the emergency stopped. The car behind him emergency stopped and then I kind of was like, Hey, fuck it, he needs the emergency stop. Let's just use the momentum of the car in front to stop the car. So I just drove in to another car. And yes, whenever we're speaking to the insurance, I did say to him, you know, it was my fault. I took the blame. I like very much took the approach of Akon. You know, he did that song. Like I was like, sorry, listen, I'll take the blame. And then proceeded to just blame everybody else. Uh, for his problems in life and then say, hey, but I'll take the blame. That's kind of like what I did. I was like, to the guy that I just drove in the back of, I was like, I sorry, I drove in the back of you. Did that car in front go really fast and then stop? And he went, yeah, it definitely did go very, very fast and stop. I know I had to react that, but in the same instant, you did, you know, very much just really drive in the back of my car and effectively wrote his car off, which was um, a bit of an inconvenience now. When you hear a car's a write-off, your instant thought is, serious accident. This guy was driving, you know, one of those, was it a Model T, a Henry Ford car from, like, the 1920s? He was driving one of those, one of the oldest cars ever, and, like, I think it might have cost £7. So whenever I caused £12 worth of damage to his boot, write-off. So, yeah, that was that was pretty pretty unfortunate. But the guy I crashed into, thankfully, was a bit of a legend. You know, he was a nice guy. He um, came out of the car and was a bit shaken, you know, obviously, because, hey, he'd just been fucking dunted by his dickhead. And uh, he came out and was like, obviously, I said, listen, I appreciate what's happened. I will swap, you know, insurance details. We'll figure all that out. But let me just check on my eight-month-old baby that's in the back seat, which, by the way, was the worst feeling. See, the, the feeling of guilt you have when you ha are being stupid and cause an accident. You have a baby in the car so bad now did i think that the accident itself might have been you know preventable yeah did i think it was maybe something that 
I attributed to not probably you know I think that whole week I just felt like constantly on edge and I think I wasn't paying attention right and my head was all over the show I think that was just kind of effectively a very large straw that broke the camel's back in many respects and made me just go oh fuck this is just it but on the flip side of that rather it, it did kind of take my attention off just being a miserable guy and um made me go hey there could be worse I could have you know, broken my legs here, which would have been terrible because, I mean, I'm a big man and someone would have to push me around a wheelchair wouldn't be ideal. So I thought, listen, you know, this is it. Nobody got hurt. Thankfully, the, the people I crashed into didn't get hurt. I wasn't hurt too much. My, my More importantly, the baby was not hurt. If she had been hurt in any way, I'd have been so guilty about it. I'd have just felt so shit. So in that instant, it kind of... You know, it kind of took the attention off us both just feeling down. I don't want to say I was feeling, I'm feeling depressed because I don't think I, I am at that stage yet. But I think, like, it took the attention away from just the anxiousness and the the worry because you're like, you know, we've just done this fucking stupid accident like an idiot and your attention went to that. And I think in a roundabout way that kind of took attention off it. And, and now I'm feeling a little bit better. So what I'm saying to you guys is if you're ever feeling sad, just go and crash your car. You know, just do that. Just if you're ever feeling any kind of way, just career into something. You'll feel far better by doing it. Obviously, it's a joke. Don't absolutely do that. And do try to avoid any additional stress that you're having um, as a result of that, you know. And that was definitely a problem for me was when that happened. You know, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, can I do anything right? And then I made an absolutely killer bolognese that night. So, I mean, hey. I can do some things right, don't worry about it. But it got me thinking, again, and I know it's a topic that we have, I don't want to say exhausted on this podcast, it pops up from time to time, because, you know, as much as um, I love coming on here, being a silly guy, t- saying outlandish things, outrageous things, on some occasions the people often would message me and be like, you shouldn't say it, you'll get cancelled, and I'll be like, it's a joke, everybody knows I'm joking, apart from the stuff that I say about, you know, people coming into the country. No. Um, but, you know, seriously, I think that, you know, I, I have had difficulties before with mental health and it's something that, you know, I have said before that if you're ever struggling, you got to speak to somebody about it. you got to express those, th- those feelings. And it got me thinking when I was actually in the shower because that's where I actually, of a day, I'm probably in the shower maybe for about 10 minutes a day. My wife would say 45 to 50 minutes a day in the shower, but I'd say, you know, five to 10 minutes. But in those those minutes that I'm in the shower, I, I do come up with, you know, a lot of my thoughts for the day because it's just the only time that I think is whenever um, I'm in the shower. And it made me start thinking about what is mental health? What are the, the stigmas and the phrases and the, the terminology around mental health and a lot about it is the phrase itself mental health people think that's a problem whereas you know if people are like oh mental health they think oh the head's away you know something's up this person whereas every single person 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 every single person that's not mike tyson there every single person has mental health and it's just how your mental health is that determines whether or not you know, you'll struggle with it or be fine with it, you know, so a lot of people can have good mental health, there's lots of things you can do to keep your mind clear, to keep you on top of the game, there's lots of, you know, things that you can do to help that, but at the same time, there's things that can happen that can cause a deterioration 
of your mental health. Now, again, I'm not a non-expert. I'm not a studious mental health professional. I'm somebody who has suffered from maybe bouts of anxiety, stress. You know, pro- you know, I've, I want to say I'm not saying I've been balls deep in it, but I have. You know, I, I've, 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 I've dabbled in depression for sure but then I've never got to that point where I felt that it's hopeless you know I've always spoken about it or chatted to somebody or confided and it's always helped me personally and I know some people that won't be the case um so you know maybe need to do more things speak to a doctor get some sort of medication that's all fine but whatever works for you do that the the services are out there but while I was in the shower I came up with this idea that I thought to myself how to understand if you're struggling with your mental health and for me it was like your mental health is like a housemate like somebody not a wife or a husband because you know that's a totally different but a housemate you know you can have your mental health and you and your housemate which is your mental health can get on great you know the two years can be sitting in the house at night watching netflix together maybe you know nipping to the shop getting a few treats coming back eating you know again whenever i was younger you probably have something like maybe a beer and a packet of crisps or something. So, you know, now that I'm an old guy, cup of tea, fruit and nut bar. You know, you do that, you're there with your your housemate, you're having a good time, things are sweet. You're like, this this housemate's pretty great. We have the same interest in Netflix. We like to watch that Line of Duty together. It's swimming. But then, as certain things progress, you kind of then might notice there are a few things that your housemate does that you don't like. So you'll maybe come home from work one day, and you'll notice that your housemate has just left a load of pots in the sink, just full of water, and be like, "I mean, why are you, why are you doing that?" You know, you might notice your housemate all of a sudden thinks that it's sound to just use your razor. You know, things like this, it'll, it'll or eat away at you. And if you let it eat away at you, and you let it grow and grow, it can manifest itself into a problem. Whereas if you were to say to your housemate, "Don't be a tramp, buy your own razors, fuck's sake." then you might stop it escalating even further because what might start with maybe leaving pots in the sink or using your razor, you know, may very well escalate into the housemate shitting in your sink, you know, or having sex with your girlfriend in your bed or worst of all, eating your weekend cereal. And people are like, what is a weekend cereal? It's, it's you know, a cereal that's not like a like a Weetabix or Rice Krispies that you, can't, you eat during the week or a porridge. No, a weekend cereal is like Fruit Loops or Cocoa Pops, something a bit special that you save, you know, for the weekend. So that's how it can can kind of go. And for me, it's like if you notice, you know, you, things are getting tough, address them. That's what I would say. For my, address it early, try to do something about it. But again, it can't very much be like Buckaroo. And I always like to use this as an example. Buckaroo can just be, you can pile too many things on at once and then fuck, next thing you know, it goes. It's like fat person at a... I don't know, you can eat buffet. You know, the plate's loaded. Sometimes your plate's overfilled, you're going to spill some chow mein. So what I'm saying to everybody is, no matter what you do, whether you think things are going well, they're bad, whatever, take stock, take a bit of time for yourself. Be there for the people who you love, your family, your friends, the people who need it. You know, be a listener rather than an advice giver. Like if someone's struggling, don't be saying, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. Listen to what the problems are. See if you can reach a solution and go by that so for for me it was really a week of taking stock and you know being on the phone to the insurance company so that was really you know where we were at and when, when you're going through all that you definitely don't feel in the mood to just come over here and talk about like 
you know, putting your finger up dogs' bums to stop them biting you. You know, that's definitely something. Now, I will say that I did still have my dog through all that, and he has tried to bite me once, and only once, and then he received a thumb up the arse. Hasn't been near me since. You know, not at all. I should point out that that doesn't work with people because there's been a few guys that have put my thumb up their ass, and if anything, they've tried to bite me more. In fact, lick me a lot, but we'll not go there. That's a story for another day. But by the way, anyone struggling with mental health, this is probably a side note and another thing. Go and buy a dog. You know, people are saying dogs for life, not just for Christmas. Go and buy a dog. They're great. Like, so even if you're you're struggling with your friends or your family or a person in your life, your dog, no matter what, will be there just to lick the face of you, give you a hug, and, and then probably shit in your kitchen if you don't pay enough attention. But, you know, they're good. So we ended up going out for a walk with my dog last Thursday night in the rain, just pissing rain, feeling miserable after the car accident, brought the dog out and then was like, you know what, it's okay. You know, got out, cleared the head, walked him, just looked at him and thought, I love you. You know, you're a little you're a little f- furry man, but I love you. Now, it's a weird thing to do that because, again, I'm a man who has has children and I thought to myself this dog's just going to be a dog he'll live in the kitchen he'll go for walks he'll shit he'll piss he'll eat food and he'll be grand and I like him didn't really want them in the outset I must point out but by the end love the guy so now he's just my favourite guy even I'm here recording a podcast I'm like if I can get home before he goes to bed great so yeah get dogs 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 are great and also look after yourselves and be prepared to um, talk to people that's a big thing said it before, you're not feeling great, reach out to somebody, because, a, what is it What is it you always say, Ben, a problem shared is a problem halved, isn't it, Ben is always saying that, I don't know whether that's him trying to get out of producing the podcast and get someone else in, possibly, but he always says that, and it's a true, true fact, you know, a problem shared is a problem halved, and I'd say to people, if you're listening to this, and you're feeling in any way like you're on a bad place, or you're struggling, reach out to somebody, and talk to them, you know, go for it. There's nothing, um, there's nothing pussy about that. You know, there's nothing wimpy about it. You know, you can maybe feel that there's a stigma. If you're a man, you shouldn't be feeling like this. Hey, do whatever you can to make yourself feel better. We're in the middle of an absolutely mental scenario with the pandemic. That just adds to stuff. So chat about it. Chat about it. You know, go reach out to mates I've not seen in a while because let's go for a walk with them pubs are opening again go for a bit of grub I wouldn't say go on the piss because that can get really wild and descend into worse conditions you know but definitely speak to somebody open up about it and feel better so I mean this is probably not the uh, the usual high end hilarious banter that you get from me on this podcast but listen it is what it is and I think that I feel better having been here doing this and hopefully you know you guys will will find my misfortune funny because a lot of times you know people do message me and go dave i prefer the podcast when you're angry i prefer the podcast when you're upset about things i prefer the podcast when you get mugged off and here in this last week big man's getting mugged off left right and center you know i was like life life was dishing me out more mugs than mrs doyle last week and i just couldn't take it you know but here we got through it i'm better for it so there we are and just on that note um I was contacted by a group of lads who are doing something that I thought to myself, you know what, I like this, I like this a lot. They reached out and obviously we have sponsors in the podcast and we have things that we you know, have to do and have to say and whatever else, but these guys reached out and were like, 
talking about a campaign that they're doing to raise funds for some really good causes. And, you know, normally when things like this happen, you go, eh, you know, well done, maybe I'll donate something to the cause or whatever. But these guys, I thought, you know what, fair play to them, and I'll read it out in the podcast and put the link to what they're doing in the bio of the podcast. So if you want to help these guys out, go for it. The guys are doing a, a program called Saving Meals Through Miles, which what they're basically doing is going on a bike ride around England to every Premier League football ground, every stadium in the Premier League to raise money for two charities. One of the charities are CAM, which is Campaign Against Living Miserably, which is, of course, a, a suicide prevention charity, which obviously very important, especially in these times, and also the TSA, which is the Stroke Association. So, you know, two really good causes, um, causes that the guys obviously have close to their heart and I thought you know what when we're talking about issues like this may as well share it out so if you guys fancy supporting the cause or reading more about it I've put the link in the bio of the podcast so you can check that out that's saving meals through miles and fair play to you lads um, you're doing a great job you've hit the target so anything else they raise is just a bonus for the cause um, I will be donating myself to the cause and Ben has very kindly said that he will donate his month's wage from the podcast to the cause so ben gentleman well done um you know he, he does point out that he gets paid three points but hey don't worry but it's better than no points ben all right so yeah big shout out um to the guys ben speaking of what i don't really feel like um i'm a load of crack today so what are we like for time in the podcast how long have we been chatting 22 minutes that's not bad i'm doing all right here benny aren't i He's over there because you have to go home and do do doing a crack pipe with your mate, aren't you today? What's your mate called? Raymond, Raymond, and Raymond and Ben are going home to do crack. So I got to hurry up. He's he's sniffing now too. He's doing coke as well. He's uppers and downers. This guy, you don't know what to be doing with this guy. If anybody needs to listen to this week's po- this guy, just less. He's over there with his arms crossed. Need better body language. Be be glad to be here, Ben. We're friends. That's the man. Uh, speaking of which, we have um. On the week off, again, I think I suffer from workaholism. Is that a thing, Ben? We were workaholic, basically. So rather than just sitting in complete, clear serenity and um, maybe moping around for a bit, I thought I need to prepare some stuff for Patreon, basically. So we've been working um, a bit on potentially new content for the Patreon. And on the next podcast, which will be later in this week, by the way, because this is last week's podcast coming out this week but also there will be the regular thursday podcast coming out so we can have you know we're back on top of things now is that because people love the podcast maybe but it, or is that the reason because the sponsors have a set amount of recordings we need to do for them probably but anyway on patreon we are going to do um something pretty interesting we're going to try um something that I've done before and you know before I didn't quite finish this project but now Ben's on board we're going to do it and for those of you that may have listened to my the previous incarnation of the Sly Guy podcast which was of course the really roll off your tongue geniusly marketed Dave Elliott's Weird podcast and of course I'm talking about the Champions League of Weird where I look at a load of weird celebrities for whatever reason and put them up together to see who in fact is the weirdest celebrity. Now I put it out to people on Instagram to say, listen, who name me some weird celebrities. A lot of you guys spoke, gave me some people to look at. 
had some people myself, Ben, and some recommendations, put them all together, and we're going to see where we're doing. So next podcast, we're going to do the draw for the first, for the group stages of the Champions League of Weird. So it'll be 32 weird people going up against each other. Then it'll be two from each group. We'll get through to the knockout stage. There'll be another draw, and it'll take probably far too long do this program really it'll probably take up way too much of my time for the end of it to probably just go michael jackson you know but anyway it's a long drawn out way but who knows he could come up with a weirder guy than him but that's um what we're going to do over there as well as a lot of other new patreon ideas that we're looking at there's been things that we have chatted over there's some new stuff that has been put our way obviously there's been some ideas for the you know this this the extra sly podcast where we're going to maybe look at actual sly people from history sly animals who knows but it's going to be a lot of fun we're at an experimental stage and you know everybody knows when you're in an experimental stage in your life there's nothing better i like to experiment with you know podcast ideas for patreon ben narcotics each to their own but it's a good time to be here and another good time is uh, a review we got on this week's podcast again i like to say if you haven't rated and reviewed the podcast on apple podcasts what are you waiting for get over there and do it because we're, you know how many reviews we have been 191 that's good if we can get to 200 i will try and suck my own dick on the podcast <laughs> and if we can get there by next week i will try it you up for that ben you'll do it too I'm sick next week. you're sick right well if we can get up to 200 uh, ratings and reviews I will attempt to suck my own dick in the podcast and this is the high end content that people want forget the press Davey this is this is suck his own dick Davey this is a guy you want uppers and downers baby that's what you get in this podcast get me up to 200 write the reviews and we'll suck our own dicks together respect to everybody and um, then this review came from um, Matamu which is a bizarre name maybe it's some sort of like I don't know um, it sounds like a, like some sort of unique name maybe it's irish maybe i don't know but madamu has just said that small penis great dad which by the way is what i'm putting on my gravestone i said that in the podcast a couple of weeks ago hey might have small dick but i'm a good father so yeah so madamu said small penis great dad great stuff from the big man big respect madamu i uh, appreciate that um, another thing i appreciate while i'm on the topic is everybody that's bought tickets to my ulster hall show ben get up the the thing get get the thing up on the sign to say there you go everything that is gray is sold out so if you want to get some of that green and not the same green ben gets because that's cannabis weed a ticket to my show um on the 17th of december at the ulster hall please get tickets i would love to sell this out if i sell out this show and i get if i sell out the show and i get a standing ovation i will get on the ulster hall stage and i'll try and suck my own dick so guys if you want that to happen if you want to watch a guy suck his own dick in front of 1500 people buy tickets to the show it'll be something to remember won't it and the lead up to christmas you know people will be like did you what, what did you do on christmas in the year 2021 and be like i think i actually watched dave elliott try and suck his own dick on stage hey I used to be able to do it when I was younger, so I'm told. Um, I don't really know how... I didn't, by the way. Some people would be like, did he actually? No, I haven't actually ever been able to do it. Not through the one to try him, but I've never actually been able um, to deliver that. So, there you go, Ben. Betcha, is that something you want to see? Sure, yeah. But you know what? If I do that, Ben has committed to rather than trying to suck his own dick he will try to put his head 
in his own ass. So rather than me bending forward and trying to get the reach, he will try and crane himself backwards and put his own face into his own ass. And I mean, that's something I'd like to see. Speaking of things that I like, the sponsors of the podcast, I mean, hopefully the sponsors do not listen to the lead-in to the sponsor read this week because, hey, very quickly sponsors will go, I don't want to sponsor you anymore. Um, But for now, they do. So the podcast is brought to you by Bebe Adriano's Mexicanos. We all know that this is my favourite burrito bar in the whole world that makes most, the most, both delicious and nutritious, depending on how you're feeling. If you're feeling a little bit cheeky, you can get something a little bit naughty. If you're feeling good and want to eat clean, they can cater for that as well. And Bebe Adriano's is a multi-award winning burrito bar in High Street in Bangor. You can get burritos, burrito bowls, fajitas. And if you're a physique guy like me, just eat everything. You know, work it off anyway in the gym. They also do salads. They also let you choose from any filling you want. It's vegetarian, chili con carne, chicken, beef, pulled pork. They also have delicious salsas like tomato, sweet corn, salsa verde, or habanero salsa. Um, they have a delicious range of box meals. Of course, you get the trademark dirt box. You can see over there in the background. I hope it's in shot if it's not been fired. Um, the dirt box is half chips, half rice, chicken, chili con carne, beef, pulled pork, peppers, and onions with tomato salsa and sweet corn salsa with cheese and a sauce of your choice, and of course my personal favourite, the Dirty Cock and Cow Box, which is marinated steak, Mexican chicken fries, sweet potato fries, peppers and onions, tomato and corn salsa, lettuce with a sauce of your choice, and my go-to sauce is the smoked paprika. If you want 10% off your first order, download the Bebe Adriano's app, or call 028-9147-9988, that's 028-9147-9988. And by the way, say Davey sent you the Sly Guy podcast. This week also, Bebe Adrianos have launched their £8 lunch menu, so you can get a delicious lunch for £8. And you know what that is, Ben? You know what you can get for your £8 at Bebe Adrianos? Do you know, Ben? Do you know? Burning. Correct. You can get a 10-inch burrito and a can of drink. You can get chili chicken, fries and a can of drink. Or you can get popping chicken in a wrap with, you guessed it, a can of drink. So go to 9 to 11 High Street Banger, say Davy sent you, go to the best burrito bar. I say in the world, they tell me not to say that because it's too much, I don't care about pressure. Bebe Adrianos are the dog's balls. And speaking of dog's balls, who here shaves their dog's balls? Do you, Ben, you have a dog, do you shave your dog's balls? Because you got rid of them with your old razors that savaged your dog's balls. But hey, if you want your dog's balls to be really clean and smooth like my dog's balls, you got to use Manscaped. Manscaped are the proud sponsor of the podcast. And they're the guys who make your pubes disappear. They are magicians of pubic erasure. Which is probably a sentence that I doubt ever been said by a human before. But I've just said that. They're the only brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming, and they just launched a performance package, which is the perfect gift for Father's Day. You, you think you love your dad. You think you love him. You want to buy him socks. You think you love him. You want to buy him chocolates. No, if you really love your dad, the best gift you can give him is a shaved, beautifully-smelling scrote, and that's what Manscaped can deliver. You can get the ultimate men's hygiene package for your dad. He will thank you. Your balls will thank you. Everybody will thank you. You can get him the Weed Whacker, which is an ear and nose hair trimmer, which if you're a dad, 
you gotta have nose and ear hair because if you don't you're just a loser um the bundle includes this brilliant lawnmower 3.0 which of course is a third generation pubic hair trimmer with an led light skin safe technology and a nice porcelain blade which by the way you know i've actually used this exact razor on my testicles ben's used this exact exact razor on his testicles and both of us have very smooth balls all thanks to manscaped manscaped also have the famous liquid formulations the crop preserver ball deodorant and a crop reviver just to make your scrot feel that little bit mm, more toned and fresh to give you the best out of your hygiene routine get the performing package now to get two free gifts the Manscaped Boxers and Shed Travel Bag. The performance package is the best value that Manscaped has to offer and is flying hot off the shelves. And if you want to get 20% off and free shipping, get on the manscaped.com and use the code SLYGUY at checkout. That's manscaped.com. Use the code SLYGUY at checkout. Your balls, your father, and probably anyone else that you get it for, well, thank you. Thank you. The podcast is also finally brought to you in association with Modest Beer. And you know what Modest Beer is, Ben? A really nice beer made here in Hollywood. We love it. If you want to know more about Modest Beer, go to their website, www.modestbeer.co.uk or check out them on social media, at Modest Beer. If you're getting yourself a Modest over the weekend or you're getting drinking, you're ready to get the party started, put it on Instagram, tag Modest, tag me. We'll all be friends. We'll share it out, spread the word, support local, and support a product that I believe in. You know what else I believe in, Ben? Wrapping up this podcast with some listeners' questions. We don't have a load today, Ben, so we'll just get into them and see what happens. Dempster has said, well, Davey, currently listen to last week's podcast, and I think it's time to rebrand the podcast as the Angry Guy podcast. I don't know if I speak for everyone, but it's enjoyable when Papa Bear gets angry at life. Oh, is it, Dempster? Is it fun when I'm angry? Is it fun when I'm upset? Is it, is it fun when I am battling my mental health demons? Is that amusing to you? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you're here, Dempster? That's not even anything like the voice in, in... No, I don't know what that was at all. But listen, I'm glad you enjoy me being angry because, you know, I'm, I'm now taking horse sedatives to calm down. Ben says it's horse tranquilizer. He called it something else. What do you call MDMA? Each to their own. But he gave me some of that. I'm definitely a bit more mellow this week. But again, I'm glad you can take solstice in my misery. Dempster, I appreciate that. And listen, ultimately, if I am en route to struggling and getting angry and losing the run of myself, I don't mind as long as it makes for good content. So listen, maybe the Angry Guy podcast is something down the line. But who knows? I'm only, of course, kidding, Dempster. Don't message me privately and say, I'm sorry, Dave, because, hey, it's all a joke. It's all fun. Nicola Crichton has said, who would you have in your team? Now, that's quite a deep question. I don't know exactly what she means, other than she sent me a link, which is, of course, to a stretcher race and pub crawl team. So what basically people are doing is just going on a pub crawl and carrying a team member on a stretcher. Now, I'd be honest with you, when it comes to drinking, if I'm in the right frame of mind, hey, I can put away a bit of booze. That's not a boast, it's just a fact. Like Jose Mourinho would say, it is a fact. I can drink a lot, but at the same time, I'm a heavy big bugger, so it would definitely be causing my team a bit of misfortune if they had to carry me between the pub. Now, if for talk's sake, we were doing a banger pub crawl and you had to carry me from Jenny Watts to, say, Fealties, that would be no problem. But if you're going, like, you know, taking me from, say, the Rabbit Rooms to the Esplanade, you're fucked. 
But obviously the Jamaican, you could go there too, but there's just too many people there. Naomi has just, you know what? Naomi comes in with some, like, I don't know whether she, no, you need you need to tell me this, Naomi, do you have, it sounds like it could be very inappropriate, what I'm about to say here, do you have a, what's, what's it called, Ben? Like a, a store, not a store, it's like a back catalogue. Do you have like a, a back catalogue of filth that you just every week can just go, I like a filing cabinet, and this week the filthy story is, this week Naomi's not even really said anything, just straight up said standard filth for you, which I mean I like, and now she sent me a story, let's go in on oh, no, I can just see the wee, um, the wee link and what it says, no I mean, I think what I'm going to say before I read, this is granddad's at his work, <laughs> granddad becomes a sex addict after a tree fall, an 81-year-old granddad has been put under house arrest by his family after a bizarre accident turned him into a sex addict. I mean, if you're going to be a sex addict, the last thing maybe you want is to be kept in a dungeon, then you can just do all the shit you want. Um, an 81-year-old granddad has been put under house arrest by his family after a bizarre accident turned him into a sex addict. I mean, disrespectful to, to, to prefix his name with the word frail. Frail Angelo DeLuca, which by the way sounds like a good porn star name, was in a coma for four days after he fell out of a plum tree at the family home in Switzerland. I mean, what a moment. But coming round from his operation, the family were horrified to watch their devoted widow or dad turn into a randy bastard. Sex mad Angelo blew three grand of his savings in one session at a local brothel. <laughs> after falling head over heels for a hooker young enough to be his granddaughter. And this is what he said. Since my wife died a year ago, Leona has been there for me. I'm sure she has. It's not only that she's good in bed. She gives me new life force and courage. She's my friend and my only confidant, he said. To the tune of three grand. But his son, Danielle. I mean, maybe this is where the problem arises. He's got a boy and he's called him Danielle. Sly. Um, his son, Danielle, has taken control of his two houses and his bank accounts after judges ruled that his sex addiction made him unfit to govern his own, own affairs. Imagine getting a boner and that just takes all the power out of your brain. This is clearly what's happened to this guy. Um, that woman preyed upon my father like he was a Christmas goose. What a saying. She preyed upon my father like he was a Christmas goose. He said, now the family are suing the hospital for medical negligence. I mean, what I would say... Rather than suing a hospital for medical negligence, maybe don't let your 81-year-old dial up a fucking plum tree, you fucking idiot. You know? This guy broke seven ribs and his lungs were pierced in the fall. He had to wait for three weeks for surgery. I mean, what they probably should have done, rather than making him waste all the money in a brothel, is maybe just taking a couple of his ribs out and let him suck his own dick, like I'm going to do when I sell at the Ulster Hall. Um, he had severe pain and the nurse gave him morphine. Maybe too much. My father fell into a coma for four days. That must have wiped out his brain function. And the one thing that inhabits inhabits is se- inhibits not inhabits. It's inhabiting his brain and sex, but inhibits his sex drive. Hospital chiefs deny any medical blunder. The director Michelle Moriarty said our staff acted to the best of their knowledge and conscience. Um, I mean, then then and then to end the story, it just says for more weird stories from around the world, click here. I mean, normally I wouldn't go into this, but now I fancy looking at it and I mean it's fully an Austrian website the Austrian times in Austrian that I can't speak probably going to give me all sorts of cookies all sorts of malware and spam on my laptop thanks for that Naomi
a big shout out to uh, um, the sex old the old sex man. I can't even remember his name. Francesco was it? Whatever. Um, Ian Thompson has said, "Hi, Davy. Here's a question for you. In this day and age, we all know that body shaming is unacceptable. So, what do you make of every fucker slagging off old pooch dog for having big ears?" Surely just because he has long ears that stick out considerably doesn't make him a bad person. Would it not be more constructive to examine his policies, his vision for the future of NI, or the fact that he seems like a bit of a cunt? Thank you. Well, you know what? I think it's fair to say it is very sly to to judge a book by its cover. You know, I think, was it in the Bible that that was said, Ben? You can't judge a book by looking at the cover. Something like that. Something like that. So, I mean... I think it's pretty sly to look. I mean, Edwin Putz does look like he, you know, is straight out of a Wallace and Gromit uh, TV show. He has that look about him. Um, he's not a sort of guy you take too seriously. He's a big man. I have actually had tea with him before. Um, there is context to that. It wasn't just me and him over a cuppa and a bourbon biscuit. We were just actually at a community meeting together. And he is a big man with dirty fingernails is what I remember. But he is, you know... He's not, not a lot of crack, believe it or not. I just want to say it. And I don't want to slag him too much and then end up blocked on Twitter like with Jim Wells because that fucking dickhead's not going to you know be my friend anymore. I thought me and him could have hung out, could have come on and, and guest hosted the podcast with me. He didn't. Fuck him. But, um, you know, you live and you learn, so I don't want to slag off poots. Ben, how long have we been talking for now? 42. 42. You know what I mean? That'll do this week because I think this podcast has been you know, a bit of a bit of a downer. So I mean hopefully if you didn't find any of it any of it funny, you'll still come in to listen to this week's episode, which will be out on Thursday as usual. But um you know, I think hopefully if you are feeling a bit down and maybe it resonates with you to know that, you know, that someone like myself who seems like a big silly beggar most of the time can be a bit down at dumps. You know, anyone can be there's no stigma to it. You shouldn't feel bad about feeling down. Other people do. It happens. Don't be on your own. Don't be alone with it. A problem shared, as Ben said, is a problem halved. So guys, please look after yourselves. Let's not forget as we're coming out of lockdown, getting a bit more normal. Things aren't exactly as they were. Don't feel bad if it's not going to just be brilliant off the bat. Don't worry about it. Big respect, big love, take care of yourselves, and I'll see you on Thursday. God bless. I'm the slack guy.